to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with Brit. And uh, we are back for a, another episode. Um, I hope everybody is well, as I always do. Um, I need to work on a better opener. It's better than Openers. mine. I just be like, come on, let's go. Just start. <laughs> let's get to just this start. Shit. Let's go. Don't ask how they doing. Right. <laughs> but I always ask it as if they're going to say something back. Maybe they still appreciate the gesture. I know. I'm sure they do. Oh, that's another thing. Thank you for everybody who reached out on the last episode and let us know that uh we did a good job yeah thanks guys <laughs> yeah um how are you um okay you okay complain. how are you i'm doing better i feel like uh not much has changed but a lot it's has. like glimmers <laughs> not yeah. much and a lot at the same time yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like but i i see hope it's little little micro things have changed. Of course, nothing like overall huge has happened, but mm-hmm. I feel like in a week we've seen a lot of movement uh, all over the nation, and especially just in the uh, the tone of the nation. Um, yeah, and, I know, mean, not even just the nation, like all over the world. Oh, yeah, that's apparently been, like, the craziest. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's all been over the, the world. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. How have you? You've been out and about. Like, how do you feel? Like seeing other people has anyone like interacted with you like no not really not really it's it's so funny like when you work in like corporate america people do whatever they can to stay away from conversations yeah no no no. i don't sorry i didn't mean like your job i just meant like at the store or something just regular stuff like have you seen anybody going out of their way to be like hi No, no, okay. no, no. I, I wouldn't say that, but it's hard because maybe they would if everybody didn't have masks on. It's getting weird with all these masks and like not seeing people's face and like like gestures. You're just seeing eyebrows and, and eyes and stuff like that. So I feel that. I will, what about you? Well, yeah, I, I won't say like in the stores, but I go out a lot, like walking in the neighborhood and stuff. So mm-hmm. from that perspective, because most people don't have masks walking around outside, you know, they're running, mm-hmm. biking or whatever. Um, I have seen people like go out their way to be like say hi and stuff and it's just like hey uh-huh. that's that's nice <laughs> um i know today i went on a walk to one of the trails near my house and i know especially the majority of black people looking at you like you better say hey like right. region good morning <laughs> like <laughs> hi what's up and it's kind of like you want to walk around like high-fiving all the black people like yeah yeah but you can't Little camaraderie but you can't because of covid oh man i know like this would have been the perfect time like if we didn't have this going on i swear you would see black people just randomly walking around dapping each other up and giving hugs and everything friday i was driving my son uh to his dad's house in south philly and then we pulled up to like a stop sign and it was just like all these black people out i just turned this blood my mouth like look at all these beautiful black people (laughs) like they started cracking (laughs) up shay was like mom i was like hey fuck (laughs) it like but um yeah um I, I, I think I think it's a good feeling. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's strange because we are now being inundated with like so many more videos of police yeah. being brutal um, of the attacks from the past that are now coming mm-hmm. up. I mean, even as recent as in March. Um, so it's like we're dealing with that. And then at the same time, we're getting a lot of support. Um, but 
I will. I'm, I am happy to see that the momentum hasn't died down. It died down a little bit. But for the most part, people are still talking about it, you know, mm -hmm. and these videos, they're helpful because you're you're able to see it's not just one occurrence like this shit happens all the time. And now that people yeah. are paying attention, like even like Kendrick Johnson's case being reopened, like the call for that now, the protest for that, that teenager who um, it was deemed a suicide, but he was found at his school wrapped up in a mat with his organs removed. Yeah. Like just ridiculous shit. Um, Tamir Rice, I've seen uh, petitions for that case to get reopened. The 12 year old who was shot because he had a toy gun said the police pulled up in like less than a minute. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was two minutes. I don't know what they, I don't remember what it was, but shot and killed a kid. Um, yeah, so I am, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving seeing the shit just being called out all over and all these white people hopping on board. Um, yeah, we're seeing that a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm it, it, seeing a lot of conversations. And you know what? You know, I'm glad you brought that up because, mm -hmm. you know, for the longest we've had these conversations within the confines of our home of how, like, you know, white supremacy, uh uh affects us mm -hmm. but now seeing it in the confines of white people's homes and like just the turmoil it's bringing in their homes like mm -hmm. part of me is just like yeah yeah break the family unit up right <laughs> i'm like i'm but, loving this new tiktok trend but, right <laughs> right this one going yeah all the kids expose your racist ass family members but yo white folks y'all been They've been bugging. They've been tripping. And it's funny. It's not sorry. It's not funny. Um, it's ironic <laughs> um, because you're seeing white people attacking other white people for supporting Black Lives Matter, but they're not fighting back. And I said, because mm. they don't know how to deal with oppression. Y'all better learn real quick. Y'all better start getting buck on these folks like that one mm. guy on the bike who went up and like snatched, tried to snatch flyers out of a little girl's hand. Like, mm -hmm. are, are you freaking nuts? And I think that because white people aren't used to this, they don't think that the person coming at them is going to take it all the way. You know yeah, what I they mean? Can, they can't they can't fathom like somebody taking it to a level like, you know, I mean, it just don't I even experience it. it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think that yeah. they even think that that's a possibility. And it's like, no, they don't see you as being on the same side anymore. So now you're going to see the kind of crap we be dealing with. So mm -hmm. y'all better start. Look, y'all need some lessons. How to fight oppression. <laughs> uh, how to, oh, how to fight oppression. <laughs> yeah, like we were saying before, I think it's comforting seeing the, the global attention this is bringing. We're seeing protests pop up everywhere around the world. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I find myself checking in the mainstream media because, mm -hmm. you know, as I, like almost everybody else, like gets their information through social media. And to my surprise, a lot of the conversations that we've been having in private are starting to uh, infiltrate the mainstream media. And it's just it's making its way to the headlines, which is kind of dope, mm -hmm. but also kind of infuriating because we're like, yo, I've been said this shit. We've been saying this for years. <laughs> but yeah. at least the conversations are, are, are beginning to be had without us being in the room. That's exactly. the dopest thing. Yeah, that's, that's cool. For sure. That's a cool thing. Um, but yeah, I want to say, too, to all those people that are just like, uh, this is not the way you, only peaceful protesting works. No, uh, that's not the way you do it. Oh, my gosh. Everybody <laughs> that's destroying the property, blah, blah, blah. Um, we wouldn't even be still having this damn conversation if they didn't tear shit up. Now, granted, I'm not speaking about those that uh, were um, what, 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 cops <laughs> in disguise. Infiltrating. Um, the, the yeah, infiltrators that, um, you know who instigated the looting and things like that. 
But mm-hmm. those who also were fucking up stuff because of injustice, um, that's that's I feel like that's the only reason we're still talking about it because now there's that little inkling of fear, like oh, I don't want it to happen again. Shit, we better pay attention. Mm-hmm. We better pay attention because we don't want it to happen again. Um, and there is people I was seeing, you know, and granted, you know, that were really upset in the within the black community that were upset, you know, that didn't agree with it. Oh, mm-hmm. you're destroying our, you know, your own neighborhood. What do you, we're not going to have anything. They're never going to bring anything back. Yada, yada, yada. Um, I will say like ShopRite is a large brand grocery chain here in the Philadelphia region. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of his stores were hit really badly because his stores are primarily in um, food deserts, where you would say within the city mm-hmm. where, you know, you don't really have grocery stores or access to fresh foods. Um, that's where his stores are like located. Um, and they were hit pretty hard, but they were all reopened within a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was All never worried about those a big corporations. But I'm just saying for people who are just, you know, trying to just downplay the movement, it's mm. like at the end of the day, these businesses that are within your community, within these black communities, they're not owned by black people for one. They're there to make a profit off of black people and they're going to continue. They like they need you way more than you need them. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're going to put their stores back there. You know what I mean? They need to make money. Like right after in my neighborhood, when a lot of the stores got hit, I was driving around and I saw people I've never seen before in my neighborhood. Who the hell are these people? Really? They were the business owners. Yeah. Oh, I was like, well, now they can come people. down and see, and see the people. They're coming down to, you know, observe the damage and mm-hmm. to see what they needed to do to get their business back open. Of course, some smaller businesses that were hit that unfortunately may not be able to bounce back, but the majority, they going to keep on trying to make that money. Mm-hmm. And um, just real quick, we can touch on that crab house owner in Maryland. <laughs> name is Vince. I don't even remember his last name. Fuck that dude. But <laughs> he, he posted something on Facebook that was, you know, offensive. Um, and racist uh, to the current situation going on. He told somebody that they'd make a good slave if they had a darker tan. Oh, is that what he said? I didn't even see that. Yeah, he's the N-word. And then uh, in the past, he said things about like Trayvon Martin, things of that nature. So people, of course, going to pull up your past. So this crab house owner in Maryland basically um, just he he fucked up his business. Um, they went out and protested in front of his store. I went on Yelp. There's people of all races leaving terrible reviews mm. about him. Mm. And then he got online and posted like a two minute apology video. And it was like, you know, 75 percent of his business comes from black people. And, you know, the, the remarks he made was wrong, but he appreciates all the business he's gotten from the black community. And he wouldn't be where he is right now without them. Oh, this. But this is what I'm talking about. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, you're so you're so quick to be like, oh, these businesses. Look at them. Look how they talk about you. And mm-hmm. I, but I'm glad to get aired out. Yeah. Um. I'm telling you, that front-facing camera, bro. That pitiful <laughs> front-facing camera apology shit. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to, like, collage all of them and put them right. together, just how pitiful they are. But um, yeah. but this year, though. This is the year. This, mm-hmm. this is the year. You know, a lot of that's been going around. You know, they've, they've been saying 2020 is the year that we've been waiting on. And right. um, as crazy as that sounds, because it started off really fucked up. Um, if you look at the silver lining of things, you know, it's being made very clear that, you know, certain companies or individuals don't stand with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and up until now, the line has been very blurry. 
You know, mm-hmm. people have been able to operate in the field and kind of like, what is it? Ambiguity? Is that the mm-hmm. word for it? Kind of sure. just operate. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Fact sure. check that, y'all. Um, but people just kind of been able to to be out in the public safety without their characters being called into question. Mm-hmm. So we should not be disheartened when celebrity X or or Corporation A does not respond to the current state of things in a manner we deem appropriate. We should kind of feel liberated. Okay, we know exactly where the line is. You drew the line for us, and. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to be important is what happens next. What are we yeah. prepared to do when these lines have been drawn? Um, it's really, it's going to start with a dollar. You know, we can't say that we're fucking shit up and affecting their pockets. And then when it goes back, not goes right. back to normal, but then when um, things calm down, we go and fill their pockets up again. Right. So there has to be some sort of organization. I don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let me say real quick. Sorry, don't forget what you're going to say. The owner of the shop rights, uh, I believe his name is Jeff Brown, who has the shop rights in the city that were hit. Okay. I will say that he has publicly said he doesn't even blame, you know what I mean? Okay. The, the rioters or protesters or whoever came to mess up his store. He said he does not blame them. Like they shouldn't have even been in a position where they would feel like they needed to do that in the first place. And he said he has received a lot of, you know, um, offers of help from the community to help because like, of course you want your store you know what i mean yeah. so it's like i i shouldn't say you know completely demonize people that are like upset about their neighborhoods getting messed up because you know i feel you but you know i mean you can't be one hard stance like a hundred percent you know what i mean on that side that's what i meant to say mm. um just wanted to clear that up but yeah he was just saying he didn't feel like people should have to volunteer when he has plenty of money to fix things so i will say that he's he sounds like a really good guy um but yeah, continue. <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I think that's pretty much what it was. Like, it's just going to take it's just going to take uh, some real organized steps moving forward. And we got to stay committed to it. If we're not committed to it, we can't convince anybody else to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. There are people that are a lot smarter than I and a lot better with organizing things than myself. <laughs> so uh, if I come across something that looks worthwhile, I will let people know. But I th- do think it starts with the dollar. I do think it starts with investing in our communities. And that's something that um, we've, we've said and we say all the time. But I, I myself don't do it to the extent well, that I yeah, could. I think, I think the thing is, because for us to be able to support black businesses, you have to do extra work. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to seek out these businesses. Um, you may have to wait for shipping <laughs> because it's like a lot of, you know what I mean? If you want to get something real quick, um, let's just use candles as an example. You want a candle real quick, you can run out to Target, you know yeah. what I mean? Or whatever. But, you know, if you want to make that step to support a black owned business, you are going to have to, you know, go out of your way a little bit. And we're just going to have to you know, be okay with waiting a little bit for something that we want for the greater cause. Uh, So there's small things that we can all take steps right now. Um, I mean, I think there's even like a laundry detergent that's black owned. Like it's, it's so many different things Mm. um, that we can look up and, but it's just for your own self, you're going to have to plan and you know what I mean purchase the items in time for you to yeah, have it when you need it goes out the window sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, yeah, right. And that's just in the beginning, though. But if we support these businesses enough where they are able to franchise and get, you know, brick and mortar locations, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it can happen eventually, but they do need that support right now on that small level. Yeah, I think we I think this is the perfect time to jumpstart that. And it might not be something we see in our lifetime. That's another thing. 
there's there's certain things that we will not see in our lifetime and we have to be okay with that but we have to be satisfied with being the people who started it you know what i'm saying and and just instilling it into generations going forward oh yeah i think um Honestly, me and my cousin were talking about this yesterday. He's like, well, when do you think everything's going to change? And I was like, dude, we probably need like 20 years at a minimum. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Just for like a full, 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 complete change. And I was saying to him, too, I said, and you're seeing these people having like the, the kids that are having conversations with their racist family members and things like that. Mm. Some people just aren't going to change how they think. You know what I mean? No matter what. And I said, some people just got to die out. So... <laughs> We just have to wait for certain people to die out. This is people true. in Congress, in the government, they're going to have to die out because certain groups of people just aren't going to change. But luckily, like we said, we have the new generation that are coming up in a time like this. Mm. Um, it's really cool to think that, you know what I mean, your kids are seeing this and they're not going to grow up with the same ideas that we had of just, this is just how it is. Yeah. yeah. This is just how it is. This is our history. And we're always going to have to walk around being viewed as less than. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's cool that they're not going to they're not going to walk around thinking they're that. not going to accept it. That's not well, we're not going to accept it. I and know, then, I know. Well, well, the thing is, no, no, no. I'm saying to the point where they shouldn't even have to not accept it. It just won't even be a thing. Be you know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to be something that's just over society mm-hmm. that they're going to have to teach their children. They can teach their children that this truly did happen in the past. Because mm-hmm. when we learned about it, it was still going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, this is the past that's still happening. So like my like my son. It is the past that's still happening, but at least there is a real change happening um, again. Because, of course, there have been steps where real changes happen. This is just mm. another step in that uh, story. How do you think and you have a son? I don't want to go too deep into this, but uh, how do you think um, your son is taking this? I think it's important to hear like the younger how younger people are seeing the world right now. You know, I think sometimes they get lost in the mix of things and you don't know what their ideas are. Well. For me, I fully broke down what is going on with my son. Like, I fully mm-hmm. broke it down to back to chattel slavery and how we were basically viewed as property, you know, in exchange for money. Like, if somebody basically needed a loan from the bank, they could also put down that they had slaves as collateral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then if they didn't pay that loan back, the bank owned the slaves. Like, this is information you can easily Google, too. So Mm -hmm. um, it's right there. And the banks have released, it was a certain bank released a statement apologizing for having slaves back in the day. But um, I fully broke it down to my son, um, just systematic racism and, you know, Reconstruction era, Black Wall Street, just different instances where we had to keep getting set back. And, you know, so it's just like I even explained basically that people shouldn't even be in the position where they need to steal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just I just fully explained everything to him. I mean, he I already, I always talk about it with him, but I explain what's going on right now in that sense, gave him the history so he fully understood and he's fine, honestly, he's not afraid nothing, but um his school cuz he he you know, he has like morning meetings on Zoom from his school. Um the teachers and stuff were asking other children and there were a lot of kids that were saying they were afraid, you know, and they didn't understand why. So that's where the responsibility of the parents need to come in. Like you need to talk with your children in a real way. You know, you can't just let them see the cuz they're seeing the images. You have to talk with them about it and give them the facts. Once you under like once you explain why things happen, they feel more comfortable. If you're just, you know what I mean, if you're just giving them very surface information and not providing the why's. Yeah 
it leads them to make up stuff or, you know, not really understand, which leads them to being in fear. So it was sad for me to see that the other kids were saying, you know, that they didn't really understand what was going on. And we just know it's because of our skin color. Mm. Um, So I will say if you're a parent listening to this, I really hope that you are breaking it down to your children in a real way. No, that's dope. You see Sesame Street? Yeah, I did (laughs) see Elmo. Why Elmo Pops was on there? I was ain't that never a seen, dad? I, yeah, that's, that's I, I thought it was a dad. mom. No, I was like, he got. I, I think that was he had like the dad. long like right, so John explain, Lennon explain hair. To the folks what was happening. It was it was uh, Sesame Street and Elmo was on there asking about the riots. Yeah, and, he and was they talk- were just explaining that. Why were they know, socially people- distancing though? Did you see it was a split screen? They I weren't in the same room. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, I with went that. deep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that was the purpose of it. That's why I didn't know who Elmo was even talking to. This I didn't know it was a family member. Anyway. um uh yeah um elmo's whoever that was uh (laughs) was saying basically people protest when they're upset they have every right to be upset and um basically saying that they are right now protesting about injustices against specifically black people and they have every right to be mad and they just said america has a long history of oppression towards black people um that's not exactly what was said but that that's the gist Mm -hmm. uh so yeah that was pretty uh cool but I, I wonder if there's been any backlash, but I mean, hey, that's that's real shit. That's what's going on. And that's what us black people have to explain to our children. We can't, you know, we really can't shield them completely like maybe other that's races when you, can. That's when you know it's real. <laughs> like when Sesame Street has to address it. Like, you know, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? When Big Bird has to come down and be like, listen, <laughs> this is what happened. This is what's happening outside. Like, that's crazy. That's when you know the world is going they to shit. They said every street is not like Sesame Street. I said, Chad. <laughs> you tell me how to get to Sesame Street. I'm going to break some shit. <laughs> um, what was I going to go on to next? Oh, if you don't know, I have. Go ahead. Some. Go. Go. All right. Um, so just back to how protesting works. And I feel like all of a sudden now the protests have been peaceful, right? Mm-hmm. all over been peaceful you really haven't heard too much about excessive force being used anymore luckily um it's still happening of course but it seems like it's starting to die down um maybe i'm speaking from my bubble here in philadelphia but i've seen that here at least um and in like of course like dc they have their black lives matter plaza uh-huh. <laughs> which is i how, guess a big can, F- I, you. can I pause you real quick like how do you what? feel about those things I'd how do you get f- into it Oh, um, which bit. is, I guess, a big F you to Trump because they're like, yeah, Trump lives at Black Lives Matter Plaza. <laughs> um, I, gu- I guess it's cool. You know, it's 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 something. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like. <sighs> All right. I got uh, well, Go where I got upset was people who haven't really said nothing about anything, but they're like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We got we got Black Lives Matter painted on a street. Yes, we got a plaza. Okay, you shouldn't. I mean, yeah, you can you can celebrate it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's cool, but that shouldn't be it. You know, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't want more. You shouldn't get that much damn praise. It should be like, all right, that's cool, but you keep it moving and you keep on fighting. Like I don't, I don't know. I echo the same kind of sentiment. It's not how enough. many how many um, um Martin Luther King boulevards are in every hood across the nation? Malcolm X too. I'm not with and the, those are always the worst streets. Uh, exactly. Like. I'm not with the gestures, yo. And um, like I'm, I applaud it. That's great. But we need to stop praising these victories that don't really mean much. 
we need to make sure that we keep pushing forward and keep trying to get stuff on an agenda. We need to set an agenda and stick well, to it. For me, it kind of goes back to materialism and, you know, how we are as a people blinded by material things. And we use that as a symbol of status. Oh, I True. got the chains. Oh, I got this. I got the Jordans and I got all this type of stuff. But mm-hmm. at the core of it, what do you have? We don't own anything in our neighborhoods. None of these are our neighborhoods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no ownership over that plaza. We don't own none of that. They don't care what you call that shit. Like, so that's what I mean, where it's just like, don't just be satisfied with that. But I'm not trying to hate. I did did get into it with a few people. They're just like, well, Brett. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to be I'm going to be the Scrooge. Is it like kind of the same idea, you know, like every now and then you get that heartwarming. Oh, the police officer pulled over to play basketball with the with the kids. <laughs> yeah, or, it's like it's nice, but. <laughs> or the kneeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Well, I did see a clip. I don't know if it was from Chicago or where, but it was like a day apart where the officers were all kneeling with the people in the next video. They're next like video fucking them fucking up. Fucking people up. <laughs> Or Wasn't the that the day, one when they hit the, the they, they they put I, that seventy five year old dude in the hospital? Jesus, it might have been. I feel, I've seen a few old people now got that have been hit or pushed. I, there's like a guy in a wheelchair. I think he's like homeless, and you literally see blood gushing from his forehead. I saw he got that. shot. Like what? I saw that. Yo, but, yo, hmm. who would have thought? I've always known of rubber bullets. I never knew oh how big God. them motherfuckers is. They were saying that they're supposed to shoot them at the ground and they're supposed to bounce up and then hit people. You're not supposed to directly shoot people. Yeah, how that many shit people? is insane. Bro, them shits is huge. I did they're not hu- know that. Oh my God. Like, that's, that's so scary. Um, but yeah, so, sorry to circle back about protesting and it works. Um, I feel like the those those infiltrators or those people the instigators that were thrown into the protest in the beginning that did cause it to get you know really crazy and all things like that i don't think they plan on the protest to continue on for this long yeah because where are they at now where are yeah. they at now why well, isn't you know what i'm saying so it's like that's where you really wonder what's going on you know what i mean like so it's like in the beginning it was planned for them to try to get the stuff to settle down i feel like quickly you know mm-hmm. like for people to be afraid and stuff like but the protests are still going. Um, so that also really is really strange because it's just like, all right, what was really going on in the beginning and what part does the government have to play in all of this? Yeah, I think um, it was like, well, I can't say what it was, but I know a portion of it from some individuals probably just trying to ignite a race war mm-hmm. as, as quickly as possible, like or trying yeah. to get reason to have a martial law type of situation. Right. Which I'm happy a majority of people didn't take the bait. Mm-hmm. Um. That's that's good news for me. Yeah. And I mean, over just over the past week, (laughs) we've had Confederate monuments and statues removed from Birmingham, Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, um, Richmond, Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, and some in Arkansas, North Carolina, Tennessee, Florida. Um, Philly had the statue of Rizzo removed, who was... um, he had a history of racism and police brutality. Wasn't he, he was responsible for those bombings that happened in Philly, right? I don't know. He wasn't. He um, wasn't. That happened after he was out of office, but I think it happened like directly after then. I don't remember the Where he year. he set like the groundwork for that to happen or some shit like that. Yeah, because I was looking it up because I thought he was too, but I didn't see his name connected with that. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. 
but um he but he had a history of violence towards the black community and like being you know extremely harsh with the police um sending them over there because he was a police commissioner and then he was the mayor for two terms on his third term he tried to run again his slogan was vote white god like, damn how long ago I, was this um 72 1972 to 1980 i believe bro that's uh, a person to go yeah. So then also there's a mural um, of him in South Philly that got painted over, I believe, yesterday or today. Uh, so a lot of stuff has been happening mm-hmm. that wasn't happening before. I mean, we saw it, that one statue right before we started recording. Down yeah, in, in the in UK. London, in the UK. They're cutting up out there, too. I don't know too. where it was in the UK, but yeah, they tore a, a statue down of a 17th, 17th century slave trader um, and they dragged it down the street and pushed it into the river. so that was pretty cool um i i did also come across um the marine corps uh released a statement this past friday um and they ordered all public displays of the confederate flag removed um let's see so they they are instructing the marine corps uh, commanders across the entire service to identify and remove displays of the confederate flag of the confederate battle flag on marine bases uh, so I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they just released a statement this past uh, Friday. But the current, um, who is he? He's the current Marine Corps uh, general. Where is he? Sorry, I'm trying to get his name. His name is David Berger. And he is, um, he's the current, sorry, I already said it, the current United States Marine Corps general. He uh, sent out a notice back in February for this to begin. Okay. So this is before all this. And then they sent they agreed to it in April, but they didn't really put like a plan in place. Uh, so now, just this past Friday, they gave the go ahead. Um, so this is only the Marine ba- Marines bases. Uh, so the inspection sites include all public spaces and workplaces, um, office buildings, open bay b- barracks and ship birthings, commissaries and all Marine Corps schoolhouses and front yards of military housing. Um, they are not going to you. All of them are going to get removed right now. That's just it. Um, they were saying ex- exceptions include works of art or historical displays where the flag is depicted, but not the main focus of work. Uh, state flags that I guess they have the half and half one, you know, where it's like the United States flag and the Confederate flag. Okay. Uh, license plates um, and Confederate soldier grave sites can still have Confederate flags on them. You know, I thought we like winners. Like, why are we holding on to this flag so hard? Like, they lost. Well, that's the thing. Like, they try to say that, you know, it's, it's because it's our heritage. It's our heritage. Well, that's still rooted in slavery. So you can't separate the two. There's literally no separating it because that is why the Civil War happened. It was over slavery. It's about economics. Yeah, yeah economic, uh, the economics of the slave trade. <laughs> like, yeah. it's literally about that. And... Even though all people in the South didn't have slaves, that is what they pretty much all aspired to have because that was a symbol of I mean, their entire economy was built on it. Exactly. And they wanted to maintain their sense of well-being and life down there, which, you know, they couldn't imagine like living amongst freed black people. You know what I'm saying? Unless they were in bondage. Mm. That was just the way of life they were trying to preserve. So that's why it's like when they try to make that argument, it's just complete bullshit. Um, let's see. So, but they were saying that the commanders will not inspect inside 
individual barracks rooms or living quarters. They're assigned desks, desk drawers, cabinets, lockers, backpacks, private automobiles or military housing. So they, I guess they can't have it on a front yard, but if they have it inside their living room, you know, they're can't not going to go. They're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to go inside of your living room and stuff. But um, they also released. There's also a statement released saying that they urge other branches of the U.S. military to follow suit. Um, let's see. And it says the army currently has 10 army bases named after Confederate leaders. And the Navy has several ships named in honor of the Confederacy. Um, as well. So, but the Marines never did to begin with. Okay. So, yeah. So there's that, <laughs> which was uh, I saw I thought was pretty interesting. Um, you had more on like the military. I I, I looked at this briefly right before we started recording, so I don't really I don't really want to speak about it too much. But I know right now I was reading some articles within like different military publications that were saying that a lot of them are starting to feel conflicted. Um, because at the end of the day, they ha- they swear to the Constitution, um, at least the officers do, mm-hmm. um, and they have a choice to disobey the president's orders. And they're saying with him trying to instate the Insurrection Act by ordering military into Troops U.S. To occupy, cities. Yeah, to yeah the and they, they said on the record, like, no, none of the states agreed to it. So yeah. him doing that, like, nobody wanted that. So they were saying, you know, if the president keeps up with this and takes it further, they may have to make the choice of, you know, disobeying the president's orders. Um, so that's kind of, I saw some talks going around, but I don't want to say too much cause I don't want to. Yeah. We don't, we don't <laughs> know, anything. we don't know much about that, but I do think that's but, interesting though. Yeah. And, and pretty cool that at least those conversations are having and that they're just not blindly leading, uh, following whatever's mm-hmm. ordered. Yeah. Because he was saying too, like our troops are not, trained to deal with crowds and things like that you know what i mean they're they're trained to kill anyone that threatens the u.s so it's like they don't have the training to deal with situations like this so it's like they don't even feel like that's their place Mm -hmm. um i think the last time that they did deploy like military into a city was with rodney king the rodney king riots Mm -hmm. back in 92 um i think that leads uh well into that program we saw the eight can wait eight can't wait eight i keep saying ken mm-hmm. i keep saying ken wait it can wait longer <laughs> <laughs> um all right so we came across this people that are listening probably you've seen this it's a uh instagram page called uh campaign zero at campaign zero that's where i saw it i don't know if it, that's it but that's where i saw it this is kind of like what people want to see done you know okay, we're protesting, but what are some actionable things that we can do right now? And it has a lot to do with uh, police reform. And I don't think that conversation is going enough. I see a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon and saying just uh, defund them, defund them, defund them, defund them. I don't think that solves the problem. That's part of the problem. It's part of the problem. But Mm -hmm. doing that and stopping there doesn't, I don't think it does anything. I don't think people are saying only do that. I think that's just one part of it that some people are focusing on. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody can't do everything. Right. <laughs> let, them, let them do their job over there. <laughs> so um, it's pretty much eight initiatives for police reform saying ban chokeholds and strangleholds um, require them to de-escalate. Like, do they even get training on de-escalation? Like, mm-hmm. shouldn't, shouldn't police have, like, the best people skills ever? They should. They should, um, right? Like, I think, but it's probably, too, it varies, you know? Mm-hmm. 
it probably varies on maybe some officers get better de-escalation training than others depending on what city they serve i don't know i talked to my officer friend i have a friend i went to high school with who's an officer now i wonder what type of training he he's done mm-hmm. probably speak to it a lot better than i can clearly um <laughs> require a warning shot before shooting i will say real quick What's sorry that? as far as de-escalation training even if you get the best training it still doesn't mean that it, it still depends on the person and their amount of patience. And of course, of course. You know what I mean? Because that's all I can think back to when I worked at the school, the behavioral school. We had we went through, it kind of sounds similar to what you're reading, yeah. except we didn't have guns. We had, to, we had to use de-escalation first. We couldn't just jump in and do a hold on a kid unless it was like they were being extremely violent to others or themselves. Mm. We had to um, use de-escalation strategies. And I will say, some people are just better at it than others. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know but um so, do you yeah. think since you since you know a little you know more than me do you think that with the escalation training regardless on if people some people are better than others there's still steps and protocol that could be followed so like if a person doesn't follow breaks that protocol during that thing could they be should they be held accountable or oh could no they be definitely yeah absolutely because that's why i was like if we were to see someone doing something we would have to report it mm-hmm. you know um but then there's instances where officers are alone so they don't have anyone there watching them. Yeah, this is true. That's another thing. Um, all right, so we'll get to that. Yeah, but, uh, go back to that. <laughs> requires uh, requires to exhaust all alternatives before shooting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, we shouldn't have to put that in writing, but uh, all right. Uh, duty to intervene. That was like a big one because a lot mm-hmm. of times you see cops just kind of, you know, yeah. ganging together, and and even with this this uh George Floyd case the Asian cop was just sitting there and he could have intervened mm-hmm. or anybody, any of those cops could have intervened. But, um, I think that's a big deal. That's kind of holding, that's like checks and balances within each other, within the organization yeah. itself. I mean, it definitely didn't help that they were saying that some of the cops there during Floyd's death were like brand new, <laughs> like a few oh, days on the job and they were being trained by Chauvin. Yeah. So that definitely didn't help. Okay. But continue. <laughs> uh, ban shooting at vehicles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, require the use of force continuum. I don't know what that means, so I'll read the little explanation. Establish a force continu- continuum. Continuum. <laughs> continuum. Is that me yeah. moving with them? That restricts the most severe types of force to the most extreme situations and creates a clear policy restrictions on the use of f- use of each w- police weapon and tactic. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, I guess, kind of giving them a guideline. Hey, this is when you can pull out your taser. This is when you can pull out your billy club. This is when you can pull out your gun. Um, And then you have require comprehensive reporting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think you should do that. Yeah, I mean, I looked up my state. Was that all of them? Yeah, that was all eight. I looked up my state specifically because on the website they said, look it up and see what you can, you know, send to your local person or whatever. In Philly, we supposedly have all of those things in place already. Uh-huh. And that's where it lies into, lies into actually holding people accountable for these things um, because it's still happening, even though all of these things are, you know, here. We already have all eight of those that yeah. are supposed to be enforced and they're not. Um, so that's where it also comes into, you know, these people that are getting write-ups, they shouldn't be on the job anymore. Things like that, um, need to happen too, which hopefully we will see that begin to happen as we have seen over the past week, some officers held accountable for their actions during these protests. Mm. Um, but 
what was I going to say? Um, hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? Um, well, holding accountable. I think accountability is just going to be the biggest thing. And it's just how do we do that? Um, how do we? Well, make it's, sure- it's their. Yeah. I mean, it's their job within each precinct or whatever, yeah. you know, for them to take these reports seriously. Yeah, um, I want to apologize to y'all. I told myself that I was going to look into like the origins of the police and give like a documented history of it, and I didn't get to it this week. So hopefully, I have that ready for you already, next week. It's it's okay. We're forty minutes in, and well, I'm only saying <laughs> that because I wonder when's the last. Was there ever a a, a, a police reform? Have they ever revisited their tactics? Have they ever, in, in the history of them, did they ever update policies? I mean, maybe, but that's what I say. When we say police, it's hard to really all group them all together, too, at the same time, you know, because we don't know what each district does. Mm-hmm. But we do know it's a problem, of course. Yeah, um, I mean, I maybe know, they have. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. Right, I guess like, that's your research project. Yeah, it's going to be mine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just know in like business and stuff like that, like the, the idea is continual growth. You're always supposed to get better from year mm-hmm. to year. Um, I hope that's the case for the police officers. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, these videos I've been seeing with the cops just like pulling up with guns out over people you know like yeah. have guns pointed in like i saw a video of one kid he's like on the ground you see with his grandmother in came front, out yeah, and stood in the front, in front. Line, yeah. he's literally screaming he has nothing and that he's scared and they're just like well stand up and walk towards us how can i do that and then the girl's on the side yelling like he's fucking scared like put your guns down yeah but it's like even you have like five officers with their guns drawn and none of you could put your guns down eventually they all put their guns down except one and ran up to him to arrest him. It was just like, you guys are supposed to be like, yeah, you guys are the ones with the training and everything. Why are you that afraid? There's a fucking kid laying on the ground. Mm -hmm. And even if he was to get up and run away, is he a threat? No. (laughs) God, man, this stuff don't make no sense. And it's just like, you see how fucking wild you look? Like you like a whole pussy out here. Like standing (laughs) with your gun drawn. Like, but that's why I've like I've been seeing other videos too where white people rolling up when they seeing black people get pulled over and yelling and making noise too. Yeah, like, what yeah. are you doing? Like and they just seem like they're just like I don't know, like their brain just shuts off and they're just like Yeah. They, they have no it's it's I really do think it's just so deeply ingrained mm-hmm. into that culture, into police culture, that like once they get caught out on to them, it's like they snap out of this trance. Mm-hmm. And they can't even justify what's going on. Like they right. don't even have like the good responses. Like that's not even in the training of how to right. respond to this shit. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did see something. I saw a Cuomo uh, out of New York. He he wants state lawmakers to pass a Amy Cooper nine one one false accusation bill. So Karens, you hear that? Is that is that the name <laughs> of the bill? Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the bill. A.B. Cooper. Imagine having a bill named after you and you still alive. <laughs> and it's a bad bill. Right, though. and it's a bad bill. <laughs> so Damn. this pretty much would, uh, if you make a false accusation call, as we've seen numerous of times, how, how uh, people have been weaponizing the police against minorities, um, you are liable to have legal action taken against you. Mm. That shit can backfire. So I think that's a good bill. Yeah. Stop people um, from calling 911. I saw a video of this one white woman, and there's this kid riding a bike on a sidewalk. 
I saw that. And yeah, she was like standing in front of the kid, not letting him go, demanding that he speak with her. And then this other white couple like intervened and got, you know, like made a way for the kid to yeah, go by. Yeah, told him to go ahead, leave, bro. Yeah. And then they were arguing with the woman and she's just like, well, he needed to speak with me because my life was in at jeopardy. Risk. At, at risk. risk. She used yeah, at and, risk. And my life was at risk. And they're like, he's a child. He doesn't have to talk to you. Like, you're a stranger. Like, what? But he needed to talk to me. The entitlement, what? Like, yo. The entitlement. The entitlement. And just this, that's what I'm saying. That's just um, the history of slavery. Like, that's why it's mm-hmm. like this whole pro- protest is not only about police brutality, because police brutality stems from the KKK, mm-hmm. which stems from the hatred of blacks because of slavery. It all ties in together. Mm-hmm. So for that woman to think that, you know what I mean, this child, this black child had to stop and show his freedom papers, like, is ridiculous. <laughs> It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And it's just like, that's why I'm glad that other white people are stepping in and like checking. I'm like, yo, what you know, gives you like, what gives you that right? You don't, you don't have the right. And you can't even explain it. She just kept saying my life was at risk. Exactly. No, the fuck it wasn't. I came across an article a while back um, and it was examining the role that um, white women played in slavery. Because a lot of times when we talk about slavery, you're only talking about Massa. You're only talking about the head of the household, the man and stuff like that. And it was saying how some of the most brutal incidences of, you know, brutality and stuff were were spawned by uh, Massa's wife. And they had a larger role in slavery than than previously thought. And I just see these videos of, you know, I'm going to keep using the word Karen because I think it's hilarious. But like the just the entitlement or just the idea that I can I can scream and and the police will come and deal with this or mm-hmm. just anything I say you have to believe and it should be held to accordingly. So I see that and I see these videos and I just see the vitriol like I see just how angry some of these people are, especially when you say Black Lives Matter. When people <laughs> say Black Lives Matter, have you seen how mad people are getting? Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier about, you know, white people attacking other white people for <laughs> supporting the cause. Like Nuts. or they're just like you're going to you're going to cause violence. You're going to cause violence. Get that sign off of this corner or get off of this, you know, street intersection. You're going to cause violence. And you're it's being like, violent right now. But you see how mm. when we were saying earlier, what was the point of these instigators? Like they wanted you to think that violence was tied to the movement. And that's why it's so awesome to see that people are still out there protesting. Thank you to all of the protesters. Yeah, 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 people are real. still out there protesting and debunking that because just because you're speaking on this matter doesn't mean it's going to be racist. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not racist, violent. Like. So it's craziness. I also came across another article. Um, this is out of Tuscan, Arizona, and it is now illegal to take a video. Tucson? T- t- Tucson? Is it Tucson? Tu- or Tucson? It's Tucson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, we're all saying it wrong. <laughs> Who cares? They're pieces of shit for passing this law. Um, it, <laughs> all right. So it's now legal to take a video of a uniformed police officer in Tuscan making a arrest making an arrest you can now be arrested for taking a video and charged up to $750 and a lot of people are saying we're slowly losing basic rights so you can't video the police whatever wherever they deem proximity you're too close to the scene of the crime you have to be outside of that and of course they can always move that that area so now they can arrest you for videotaping what could be a police brutality incident. Well, the thing was, the the reason they passed this law is because some fucking people trolling, basically they have a YouTube channel where they were 
purposefully going up to cops and yelling, you know, slurs and derogatory names and like basically like provoking officers and just seeing how they were going to act, basically saying this is their First Amendment right. So they were going around basically like, I don't want to say attacking, but you know what I mean? Like antagonizing, yes, police officers for their YouTube channel to get views. So that's pretty much where this all started from. And Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate because a few idiots, which they should have just taken care of those, you know, instead of trying to pass the whole law, you know what I mean? They should have took care of those individuals and made an example out of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But instead... You don't you don't reprimand them. You just all out say nobody can record and which is bullshit because it's like what's going on. Yeah. Mm. Now, now y'all use that as an opportunity. <laughs> hell yeah. yeah hell <laughs> you yeah. know, um, what else you got? You have anything else? Um, just uh, back to like seeing um, a lot of white people speak out, a lot of white people expressing how embarrassed they are that all this has been going on and they had no idea. Um, I just I reposted a video from this one girl I follow and she was saying how she just saw that movie 13 um, that's on Netflix uh-huh. that's been on Netflix for years, for years. <laughs> but she was but just thank like, you for watching it yeah, yeah yeah that's what I was like she was just like you know all this stuff is happening and we've just basically just turned a blind eye to it and you know just didn't make it our reality and now you know it is because it's all thrown in your face. Yeah, you can't so, avoid it anymore. It's yeah, like, y'all better start. Y'all better start educating yourselves. But I also saw an article saying that the help went up on Netflix and yeah. trending. Uh, y'all need to watch. Don't y'all don't need to watch that movie. Please don't, don't watch, watch that. the help. That ain't that ain't gonna do nothing. Um, but um, I did see that. Um, oh, have you seen any like comment battles? Of anyone yeah. you know. So you don't go, this happens on Facebook. I see this a lot on Facebook. Yeah. You don't be on Facebook like that. I, um, I snoop. I'm one of those snoopers on Facebook. I don't have post you seen nothing, anyone arguing in comments? Yeah, I've seen a few. I've had a, I've unfriended some, some okay. people. Some people have gotten, yeah. gotten the X. I had, I had made a post about that blackout thing that was supposed to happen. Okay. And I guess in the beginning, the blackout was supposed to be, you know, you don't promote any of your personal shit only promoting stuff that has to do with the current movement. You know what I mean? Mm. But then it kind of turned into, it snowballed very quickly into just post the black square and don't post at all. So I know people were just like, well, that's not what it was about. Everybody da 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 Okay, but you saw what it turned into. Because right now people are out protesting in the street and the only way that they're getting very vital information is from social media right now. So fuck your blackout. Um, and especially if you had nothing to say, you haven't said anything about this, but you post a black square and nothing else. You still don't say nothing else. No, I did my part. It, it doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah. So, um, I did see, I made a post basically saying, fuck the blackout. And then a lot of people reposted it. A lot of my friends reposted it on Facebook. And I did see one of my friends, somebody started trying to, trying to argue in, a, um, in the comments because, I said, basically, the day after your president basically calls all the white supremacists out to play, all of a sudden there's a blackout. Like, no, fuck that. So then, of course, somebody comments, how did the president order all the white supremacists out? <laughs> like, every time you see something, like, I saw my mom posted something. Like, it was, it's just like, it's just a fucking protest sign. Somebody made a sign and it said, you can't blame, like, why shouldn't uh, we burn down a country that we built? It was something like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, that it's just words, you know what I mean? It's just said in rhetoric. But, of course, somebody's commenting, huh? What do you mean by that? Why should you be able to allow? It's like, fucking literally look it up. Like, 
literally slaves built this country. Like, stop responding off emotion and Google it. Mm. How about that? You know, you want to respond so quick because you saw something you didn't like. How about you see if there's any validity to the statement? How about that? Try that first that and takes then the effort. comment. See, that takes exactly. effort. And it, it doesn't only take effort. It takes uh, empathy. You got to actually empathize with yeah, what's being care. said in order yeah. to have, be interested in it to look it up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's way too easy to be ignorant. Right. It's and then easy. I did see, I saw a lot of my white friends that weren't saying anything mm. started saying something. And I think it's because they started seeing all the shit on their timeline and they're like, whoa, yeah. oh, because I, I have a lot of white people that I'm like, I, I don't think you, I don't think you racist, but you ain't saying nothing. I'm not, saying I'm not sure what's going on. Then I started seeing them speaking later in the week. I'm like, yeah, probably because your timeline's full of a bunch of fuck shit. And you're like, whoa, this is a problem. Um, I did see though, cause when I see people talking at crazy talk, I start clicking and clicking and clicking. So I'm going in like, all right, what type of stuff are you sharing? You know, what's, what type of things mm-hmm. are circulating within that community right now? Um, because unfortunately George Floyd did have a criminal history. Um, so that's what they've been circulating. If you want to look it up, you can look it up. I'm not going to go into it, but, um, so what? A lot of yeah. people have criminal histories, um, and still aren't murdered. Um, you know what I mean? I don't, he didn't have a history of murdering anyone, thank God. Mm. Um, but there is a photo of the Lincoln Memorial in D.C. that's been going around and it's showing like a piece of his head broken off, all this graffiti, Black Lives Matter, BLM, like all this stupid shit written all over it. The Photoshop, y'all, is so bad. It's so bad. But people are circulating the photo like, oh, my God, look what they're doing to this great country. And then people are commenting, saying it's a terrible Photoshop job. And I literally saw people still defending it. But they're doing it to other monuments. No! Like, no! You, <laughs> you can't, can't use you that. You can't defend that. Like, yeah. no. Find a picture of another monument that they defaced and use that then if you want to. But you're literally circulating a fake-ass photo and then justifying it, saying, well, that's what it would have looked like if they would have got to it. What? It's just, yo, <laughs> that's like, it, that's shit. like just like that just shows like there's no argument you know they're trying mm-hmm. to find like they're picking up bullshit to throw it as a response i saw like um what's his name what's the white guy um that plays basketball i know there's a lot but i'm <laughs> what's, saying what's like, the white <laughs> guy that plays basketball um <laughs> who are you talking about he's popular what's his name um Say what's his name? Do you know one? Give me a give me a popular white basketball player. Oh, his God. name is escaping me right now, and I just Shit. had it because he's been speaking out about it. And Steve I was like, Nash. Hey. Yes. Um, <laughs> is that him? I, know, I believe it's Steve Nash. Steve that's Nash. Why I was like, wait, I know it's one that's super popular. Yeah, he um, doesn't play anymore, but he's no been, right, he's right. Very sorry, vocal. they've been very yes. vocal. Yeah, he's always so, been kind of vocal. Yeah, so I came across post on him. He was posting on Twitter about the situation, and then there's people like, well. Well, I'm not supporting people that um, are protesting in stolen Nikes. Shut up. Like you, he literally called the person out too. I was glad because it was like you picked one little part of something and tried to apply it to everyone. Like cut it out. Stolen Nikes. Stolen Nikes. The same Nike. Let's not. I'm not even going to go into it, man. But um, I did see like one blog on Instagram called Tinder Blog. They made a post saying that ever since they started posting about black lives um they've lost fifty thousand followers and i was like that's nuts Mm. wow the hate is real um i will say my last thing i'm gonna say is um i i follow this one person on youtube and she does like tarot readings and she goes live and i generally enjoy them 
So right when I clicked on one, because I was like, uh, let me take a little break. You know what I mean? From all this. I'm just going to watch this real quick. As soon as I click on, I hear her. She's like, and I mean, ugh, with everything going on, you know, I mean, like, ugh, I mean, I'm not white. I'm not white. Like, my, I, I'm American Indian. Indian. Like, yeah. why are you saying Indian for one? Okay. I'm American Indian and um, Irish. And, you know, the Irish were, they were slaves too. Like, and, and like my grandmother was sold down to Louisiana and they were treated just as badly as the, the slaves were. Um, I don't think so, but. Ma'am. So I had to read her real quick and exit out her live. Like, in no way should you compare, you know, American chattel slavery. With indentured. This consisted of Africans with indentured servants, which is what the Irish were. They were indentured servants. Now, many of them came willingly. And because there was like extreme poverty going on in their area and for them to be able to come over here and to make some sort of life. It wasn't right, like, you know what I mean, for them to be holding servants back mm -hmm. then. You know what I'm saying? Like, that still wasn't right, of course. Um, but they came over willingly. There were some, though, who were, like, criminals or some sort of punishment or who were slaved and who were, sorry, who were sold into indentured servitude. But um, the difference was that they basically, like, they were, like, here on contract. Yeah. Like, they had the ability to be able to be free um let's see like i i screenshot a few things um so yeah so when they came over here to be indentured servants um it was a temporary thing um they were freed at the end of their contract um they they offered very lenient punishment because chattel slavery started at kind of the same time indentured okay. servants were before but right like very quickly after they started the african slave trade um over here in america um and if indentured servants were treated badly typically if they tried to escape or any type of punishment their punishment typically would be an extension of their service so it would like maybe get a year or two added on okay you know what i mean but if they were like treated like poorly like very badly they were able to petition for early release so they still had some sort of rights you know what i mean and the children of these indentured servants were not automatically um, servants in, as yeah, well born into unlike slaves mm -hmm. who you know they were just destined to a life of being slaves there was no there was no rights there was no in there was no end to it you know what i mean so it's just like it's it's not the same at all not at all um yeah like i said like the common punishment for a servant was an extension of their indenture but a slave their punishment were often grotesque and brutal because there was no, you know what I mean? It's not, they there for life. What you gonna, what you gonna extend? <laughs> so it's just like, anytime people try to bring up the Irish as slaves, yeah, no one should hold anyone, you know, for a length of time to be their servant, but it still was nowhere on the same level. Um, so yeah, fuck that bitch. Just to say you, you understand, no, you don't. No, don't compare the two. And I was like, don't, you can't downplay what we went through in this country like sorry mm. and that's still going on like you're still you're you know, your people are not still being affected by it to this day mm. so i will say i have seen um now my family primarily from the midwest 
my mom and my aunt, they grew up in Iowa for the most part. Uh, mm. So they do have a lot of that on their timeline per se. So I have seen a lot of the action going down in their comments. Oh, yeah. um, and I will say, I do see people who come with the, with the fuck shit in the beginning, you know, and then after it hit with some facts, they are kind of like, okay, you're right. Mm. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. I think people make generalizations, and then once you have to explain it, then they're just like, oh, okay. It's like, hey, anybody talking to you? Damn. <laughs> it don't apply to you. Does it apply to you? Does it? Not at all. Then you should be offended if it does apply to you, but if it doesn't, keep it moving. Damn. <laughs> it's like, that's what a lot of, you know, that's what it seems like a lot of times. Like, well, it's not me. Nobody said it was, but okay. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a built-in kind of guilt. I think, you know, you, you can't be that ignorant sometimes when i'm and what i mean by ignorant meaning for instance that person that watched the 13 for the first time Mm -hmm. you've had opportunities to see some of the things that they talked about in 13 throughout your life she said that though at least she did well okay yeah she was saying that like you know it's it's wild that i'm just now seeing this i didn't even know it existed Mm -hmm. and but that's my fault that's what she did say that so So i think a lot of the a lot of the the built-in guilt is is what gets that reactionary well but it's not me i didn't do it (laughs) but you know you you in a roundabout way no matter what you benefit from it Mm -hmm. so i I don't think they can hide that and i think that's what it is a lot of times when you get that reaction you get that that what about reaction Mm -hmm. um so do we think that's it for today i think yeah i sure do (laughs) all right um i hope y'all enjoy your week um keep protesting keep fighting keep sharing information um and and let's do some good hey and i guess hey let's let's do this how about we make a pledge to ourselves to at least hey start with just once a month support a black business i think that's smart at the very least at least once there was a list of going course, around do more if you can yeah, but at least once. Local. Hey, how about local and online? Let's go. You got to support one local and one online at least once a month. Let's and go. Do more, of course. Do more, of course, if you can. All right. Um, that's it. We are out of here. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Love y'all. Oh, fuck.